Here we go. What's going on, champ? I appreciate you doing this, man. I'm just chilling, man. What's going on with you? The Pittsburgh kid out there living in Las Vegas. What food from your hometown of Pittsburgh do you miss the most? Italian man bread. <laughs> not Permanti Brothers, not pierogies. Nah, Mancini's bread. Mancini's bread and bread bars. <laughs> We're going to talk about boxing and training, but let's talk about more important things. Are you headed to Europe soon? You wrote to me on Instagram that you're going to Europe soon. Is that still going down? <laughs> yeah, yep. I'm, I'm going there in a couple of weeks. Where are you going? I'm probably going to go see my family in um, Italy. What part? Calabria. When's the last time you've been back? I haven't been there ever in my life. Oh, how excited are you? I'm excited. I want to go see my um, my aunt, my aunt, all them, my cousins, Carmen, and I've I never seen them. I, I I knew Aunt Rita and Aunt Rose. I met them, but I never met their kids. That's a great trip. And you going with your fiance? Yeah. Now let me ask you this: Is the champ a romantic guy? How'd you propose? <laughs> I just I've I've been wanting to do this for a while. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's like. Ready to go now, you know what I mean? So you nothing know? romantic, Paul, nothing? Nah. <laughs> so I'm a big uh, live in the present moment. So if we have time, we're going to talk about, you know, your wild past, the roller coaster. But I want to talk about what you're doing now, future trainer of the year. You're training your son. Tell me about that, training Gino out there in Vegas. You loving it? Yeah, I love, I love training. Uh, I mean, I, I just, I'm just taking it. I, I, I built like a little gym, like a little gym. I, I I was going out to DLX and I was working out out there. Okay. Nah. Uh, and I don't know. I just wanted to. I just wanted to do it at home. You know what I mean? Any similarities between you and your son in the ring? Uh yeah, a lot. Really, a, a lot. He's really relaxed. He's real relaxed. I'm, I'm. I was a relaxed fighter. He's real. He's naturally relaxed like that. Smooth. You know what I mean? You know. Uh, only thing. Only thing about it is I. Uh, I think I, lo- I loved it more than he did. Okay. You know what I mean? So and my, let, my work ethic was a little bit different. Let me ask you this. You fought because you had to. You needed food. You needed a roof over your head. Thank God you've provided it for him. Um, does he have the hunger that you have? That's a, that's what I'm saying. So it's different. This is different. I think it's different. I, I think it's different these days. Yeah, yeah. I don't see it. I don't see this. It ain't, it ain't the same these days. You know what I mean? Even when even with other kids, I go into the gym. It just ain't the same as when I remember when I was a sixteen year old. That's all I ever did. Yeah, that's all I ever had. It just seems like uh, it seems like it ain't like that nowadays. What? Because I've seen interviews with you before, and I read a lot of stuff about you. You preach sparring every day. You need to be in the ring, fighting, getting rounds in. And I know, listen, I'm a huge boxing guy. Young guys I talk about only spar once or twice a week. Where do you think that changed from the everyday sparring that you did? To now being so sporadically with sparring, I, I just think that I think uh, I think a lot of it a lot of it has to do with uh, the people they're worrying about their safety, which is which is which I understand that, mm-hmm. but but in the same breath is like you can't. There's no there's no there's no uh, how do you put it? There's no whenever punches are coming at you. That's the best way to learn. It's just like basketball. Just like yeah. if you're playing basketball, you're playing football. I mean, they scrimmage. You know what I'm saying? They play five on five, or you know, football team. You know what I'm saying? Is we like boxing? The boxing is like it's contact. I I just think that it's more. I think that you get more out of sparring 
Then you do anything else. Your angles, your footworking, your positioning, it, it's all legendary. How can you teach that? Is that difficult to teach your son like, hey, these are the angles I use. Look, look at my footwork, how quick I was. Can you teach that? You can teach that, yeah, for sure. It's, it's all, it all has to do with relaxing. That's, that's what it all has to do with, the more relaxed you are. And then, then in the same breath, it's, a, it's like you need – that's why you need sparring. That's why you need sparring because sparring is you, – you, you can teach it you, it. you could practice it when, you're, when punches are coming at you, you know? You're a boxing lifer. It's your life. You are a student of the game. And we're going to talk about you being a student of the game. You have so much knowledge. You're going to try to give to your son. Does sometimes he not look at you as a coach? He's like, all right, dad, chill. Like, is it difficult to get through to him sometimes? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a lot. Do you get nervous watching him fight? Like, I always, like, I'm a big boxing fan, UFC fan. And when you watch, like, a brother watching another brother, you get so nervous. Is it tough watching your son in the ring? Uh, I mean, yeah, it is. It is. You know what I mean? But uh, the same the same thing is, like, my my son's a my son's a fight, so I don't really worry about it. You know what I mean? He can box. That's great. Uh, you were on the cover of KO Magazine, Knockout Magazine. It was you, Zab Judah, and Vernon Forrest. Do you still have a copy of that magazine? Nah, no. Not a big. You never kept your memorabilia or anything. I never really kept nothing. You being, like I said, uh, an encyclopedia of boxing. Are you still a fan of boxing today? Like I know you're training people, but do you still watch them? You still watch all the matches? Uh, yeah, I watch. I watch most of. I'm, I watch most of boxing. It's just I, I, I I'm, I'm, I, I like watching old boxing. You're an old school guy. Yeah, I like watching old boxing. I watch a lot of. I just watch a lot of James Tony. Oh. You know what I mean? Roy Jones. You know people from back in the day, Floyd. I watch more of that than I, I do like nowadays. You know what I mean? But there's some great fighters like like Terrence Crawford. Wow, he's amazing. He's amazing. What other guys now do you like watching? Well, I tell you what, man. Terrence might be the might be one of the best ever. Do you That's see? my praise coming from you. What he did to Errol Spence was I couldn't believe it. He put on a clinic of all clinics. Like you rewatched never the fight. Seen, never. Like, I never seen. He was sober. I mean, he's so. He is so game. He's so relaxed. He just, he, he, he's another, he's another level. I don't think, I don't think, I don't know if anybody's better than him. I don't, I don't know if Floyd could beat him Oof. back in the day. I don't, I don't know. Floyd, Manny Pacquiao, I don't know if anybody could beat him. The, uh, Terrence was just on Joe Rogan's podcast and he says, if Canelo wins and beats Charlo, he's going to jump I up. Heard him. What do you think about that moving up so much weight? Do you think, I don't, even think I, I don't think, I really like when I, Bro, I really think he could beat Canelo. I think he could beat him. Like I was, I was listening to what he's saying. He's as tall as him. Mm-hmm. His arms are longer than him. Man, for real, for real, Terrence probably hits harder than. Him. That's crazy. He's 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 like he he's he got that sneaky power. He got that boxing power. He can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of like, course. Man, I, I, but you know, and in the same breath is like. I've, I've been listen to this. So it's in the same breath is I bet against Canelo three times. I said, <laughs> I'm like I ain't betting against this dude no more, man. <laughs> him versus Crawford, I'm betting on. I'm betting Crawford. I'm betting Crawford, bro. The fourth time's a charm. Um, hey, what are your thoughts? Not about the YouTube stuff. About like Tyson Fury. 
not fighting Usyk and fighting the UFC guy. What's your thoughts on that? Being a boxing purist, does that bother you? Like, dude, unify the belts. Look what Crawford just did. People want to unify the belts, make boxing, and then he goes to fight the UFC guy. What's your yeah. thoughts on that? I I don't agree with that. I mean, I mean, Terrence Terrence is set to set the uh, the bar so high. He he said it so hot, so high. It's like I mean, even um Giovante Davis and Ryan Garcia. Yeah, you know. They, 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 that was, that was, I knew that wasn't going to be a fight like that. I knew that wasn't going to be a great fight. I knew uh, Davis was ahead of him. I knew his game was just, you know what I mean? I would like to see, I would like to see uh, Davis fight Shakur. Oof, that'll be a dream matchup. That matchup, you've been hit many I times. Rather, I still would rather see, I still would rather see uh, Crawford versus Charlo. I want to see that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Instead of Canelo. That's crazy. I'd rather see him fight Charlo. Before we talk more about boxing, is it true you were a stud basketball player in Pittsburgh? Is that internet nonsense, or you were a good basketball player too? I was good. I was good. And why did you stop playing? Because I, you know, a lot of articles that said you were a legit ball player. Yeah, but just boxing. I picked boxing instead. There was, there was no. I wasn't going to go. I wasn't going to make it to the NBA in basketball. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I had a chance on boxing, making it, making it far. So I've called you champ. The former lightweight champion. I called you a future trainer, Hall of Fame trainer. Should I also be calling you an author? Is it true you're writing a book? Uh, well, I'm not writing a book. Some they're writing. My, one of my buddies is writing a book about me. That's sick. So tell me about this. Did you? Obviously, people have definitely approached you before about writing a book. Yeah. What made you want to do it now? Why is it time? I, I don't know. It's just to get just to, just to tell my story about, about like, just let everybody know the truth about boxing and about every about life. You know what I mean? It's, it's, just, it's a difficult pull for you to go back and relive that, some of the that, painful um, memories. What's that? Is it difficult for you to go back and relive some of that pain, your painful memories? Not really, because it's just like it's, it's over with. You know what yeah. I mean? I had, a, I had a really, really tough life. A, 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 I had a hard life coming up. You mm-hmm. know what I'm a hard life. Before so, before we talk about that, one more thing about the book. When's it going to be released? How we how can we get it? Let me hear about this. Probably be probably be out in what by October. Is there a title for the book yet? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I, I, the the cover better be a good cover. You better be looking good on that cover, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> so here we go. You, I don't. We're not going to give away every story because your book has to tell these stories and. Um, the reason I, I've always admired you and liked you, I'll tell you the reason why. Uh, I love boxing with my dad, and you famously left high school in ninth grade. My dad, too. My dad went there for five days. So my dad has a ninth grade education when he was alive. He's like, yeah, this isn't for me. He left school. Addiction has ran in my family forever. So I remember, I'm like, dad, this dude was like us. His whole you know, family addiction, ninth grade stuff, all tatted up and stuff. So I always felt such a connection to you. The demons you faced always, are you still fighting them every day? Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I take this pill now. I take mm-hmm. this pill called, uh, what is it called? It's called, uh, but I take it just, just to be safe. I mean, I've been clean yeah. for a while. It's 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 a, uh, anti-abuse. Mm-hmm. If I take, if I drink, I'm going to get sick. Yeah. It's like, I, I just like to have it in me. It's good. I, and it's in my body, you know. And if I drink, I guess I can't. I won't be able. To, I won't even be able to hold a beard out. I don't trust myself 
without that right now, right now. You know what I'm saying? I don't trust myself without without taking that right now. And you have so many things going on. Like I remember like when I would talk to family members who have addiction, I'm like, look what you have now. You have a book coming out. Your son's boxing. You're training. You're going to Italy. You're with an amazing girl. Like so many awesome things are going on in your life now. It's like finally shit like locked in for you, right? Yeah, for sure. That's so dope, bro. So you famously started boxing at the age of 11. Uh, I know your dad, like you said, he was a boxer before he passed. He passed. Did you ever hear any stories about your dad in the ring? Uh, not really. Not really. My my dad was a my dad was a uh, good football player, a good basketball player. Really? Yeah, he could have probably went D one. He was good. You just fought the demons. When you're 11 years old, where do you like? Listen, it's now. It's very easy. You go online. You can Google. You're 11 years old. What do you walk into a gym like? Hey guys, I want to be a boxer. Is that how it rolled for you? Well, I, I used to take the bus to the gym downtown. Okay. So, I mean, you know, buses, two buses, two buses down, one down, one to get downtown, just walk to the gym. My, my gym was downtown Pittsburgh. Okay. And uh, just work out and then take a bus home. You know what I mean? It was, it was just like uh, something I did every day. And I wouldn't even, um, yeah. I wouldn't even really go to school, school that much. I would always be worrying about boxing. What was it that you just loved about the sweet science? I just love the uh, the fact that you uh, you can take your aggression out, and you know, and I always was getting the fights on the street. You know what I mean? And, okay. And like, it was it was just like a a way to get a way to get out, way to just get away. And I had somebody at the gym that really took took interest in me, PK. Yeah, well, that was my next question. How'd you how'd your paths meet? Well, I met him. So I met him when I, I met him after my first fight, and then after that, man, we just became like my dad. You know what I'm saying? It was just like he took care of me. He took an interest in me. He like cared about me. So it was like it made me. It made me want to go to the gym. It made me want to work hard. You know? What do you see in you? Like, cause you're a young kid, one fight, and all of a sudden this guy was like, "I'm taking you on." Like, what do you see in you? I don't know. Just like I, I'm, 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 I guess that I could fight. You know what I'm saying? I was just a natural fight, natural boxer. You know, not not too much. You had to teach somebody like that. I was just naturally gifted. I remember, I remember. I, I used to make, I used to, I used to, I used to hit and then get, and back, get way back. You know what I'm saying? He like, he, and he, he was stressed that to me. Paul, you don't gotta, you don't gotta get too far away. You hit, be right next to you. You could be right there, so you can counter back. You don't have to be. I don't have to be too far away to make you miss. You know what I mean? And you're righty. Why the southpaw? Because that's like a weird thing when you're so young. You went right to being southpaw. What's up with that? Well, I I wanted to be like my brother. My brother Harry was a southpaw, so it's like okay, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to do. And I wasn't. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna beat. I wasn't gonna do nothing else but that. And who were you guys growing up? Because like I said, Paul, it's easy now. We go on YouTube. You said we can go right now and watch a James Lights Out Tony fight, Roy Jones. Who were you guys growing up? Who was the guys that I that I that you looked up to watching, like growing up? I, I, oh man, I watched Pernell. I, I watched a lot of Pernell. I, I used to watch a lot of James Tony. I used to watch a lot of uh, Roberto Duran. You know what I mean? I mean, every I, I Salvador Sanchez. You know what I mean? Chavez. I used to love Chavez. De La Hoya was, was one of my favorites. You know, I had a, I had a list of them, bro. I mean, I used to watch. I, that's all I watched was boxing. <laughs> I'm serious. I watched. I probably watched Purnell fight, Purnell fight Chavez maybe a million times. 
when I you mean, go- honest to God, dude. Then how about how about when Chavez fought Meldrick Taylor? Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, people don't understand how bad of a bit. No one understands this. No, and, and people are like, like, like no, uh, Melchior Taylor was man. Chavez was killing him, killing him. That was murder. <laughs> like, no, seriously. Like, I know, was, I know. Body punches them inside a boom, 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 boom. He's dumping and punches on him. I couldn't believe that, man. So whenever Richard, so whenever they said Richard still did, that was a great stoppage. He didn't know what time. He didn't know how many minutes was left. Richard still didn't know how many minutes was left. That was just a net. That was just, he was probably looking at this guy like, this guy's going to kill you. Yeah. He, his, his insides are going to get crushed. How many times he got he hit in the body? Face after the fight, I mean, it was just so bad. I mean, I don't know. I, I disagree with people saying that was a bad no. stop. And I think that was maybe this. I found this in my pants. I, bet I, had a I don't know. <laughs> when, you know? Uh, when you got linked up with Sweepy later on, did you ever tell him how much you admired him growing up? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love, I loved him. <laughs> Pernell was crazy. Pernell was a good guy, man. He was such a – he was so he was so much fun to be with, man. I love Pernell. Pernell was a good guy, man. That's fucking awesome. When you – um. <laughs> PK is young. I have to. There's two stories I I need to know about you because when I pull Spadafore, oh the Pittsburgh kid, he's this, he's this, forty nine and one. You got to tell me the story, and we're not going to go too much into every story when you got shot because I, there's two things I want to ask about that. How that happened, and how PK stay with you when like you're a sixteen year old kid. I would think, and this is the truth, Paul. Like, oh, this punk kid got shot. I'm not going to waste my time. And this dude's a saint, bro, for staying with you. So tell me that story. <laughs> Yo, listen to this. So <laughs> I, I'm, I want, I want to go. I want the um, Golden Gloves, the uh, the Golden Gloves in Pittsburgh. And then I went went to Philadelphia. And I went, and I fought the Philadelphia. I fought Eric Green. I beat him. And um, I, I was born with uh, I was born with Eric Polak. To get Eric Polak was getting ready to fight uh, Hector Camacho. So I was like his his number one spawn partner. So. I called PK and I was like, P, when are we going to the? We're going to the national. I'm supposed to go to the nationals. With, with PK and PK says, I'll meet you at the Nationals and uh, I'll meet you there. And I was like, what, what do you mean you'll meet me there? Why won't we go together? You know what I'm saying? Okay. I was young. And uh, he went with Eric to the, to, to, uh, to, the, uh, to, to, to the Hector Camacho fight. And I got upset. I didn't get on a plane. I went out that day and I got shot. I went out that night and got shot. Like that night, I got, we, we, we got into a high speed chase. And the cop, and the cop shot me. And I, and I tell you what, when PK came home from from the national from the uh, from the fight with Camacho, he came to, he came to my um my hospital. He was so mad at me. He literally come into the hospital like I'm talking about like walked into the room. He said, "Let me see where you got shot at." He he must have shot thought I got shot in the knee. Okay. He's like, yo, he's, he, looked, he looked at my legs. Like, oh, you get, uh, I'll see you later. You'll be back. And Wait, that, that was it? He just downplayed it? He, he was so mad he didn't even speak to me. He didn't even speak to me. But he was right, though. He was right. He was just like, he walked out of the walked out of the uh, hospital. He said, you'll be all right. See you when you get back to the gym. And when did you get back to the gym? <laughs> right, like six months later. What? I, I had a walking cast on and stuff. You know what I mean? What uh? What were you guys accused of doing that you were in a high speed chase? We wasn't accused of doing nothing. We just took off on the took off on the cops. 
It was my, one of my boys. Your amateur career, it's insanity. It was like, I think you fought like 80 times, 75 and five. That's beyond bonkers. When you turned pro, do you have like a path lined up? Like, you know, now when these young guys side went top rank or whatever, it's like, hey, Paul, this is going to be our, you know, our format. Let's do five fights and then nine fights. Did you have a format that you guys were going to follow? No, not, not really. I wasn't with a big promoter. I, I didn't have a, a big promoter. I, I, signed, I signed with uh, Mike Gagery. Mm-hmm. But one thing about Mike, Mike knew that, like, if I wasn't busy, I'd probably be in the streets and I'd probably be, you know what I'm saying? So basically, I fought every month. I fought damn near every month. If you could Google my shit, I, I mean, I fought, I didn't fight, fight I'd fight anybody. We fighting. There was times you fought twice a month, six or seven yeah. times a year. Like, your schedule in the beginning was bonkers, bro. Yeah, so I, I see that's that's the thing when people I wasn't fighting the great caliber of guys, but I was sparring all the time. I was in the gym. I was ready. I was, I think I was ready to fight. You know what I'm saying? Early on, you fought in Pittsburgh and then Miami, Atlantic City. How do all these fights come about? Because they were kind of all over. Usually, local kid stays kind of local, but you're fighting all over. How does that happen? Uh, just my promoter, I guess. You know what I mean? I, he put me on a lot of shows. I was on the Roberto Duran card, Camacho yeah. cards. You know, Leonard card. And and just is just me willing to just stay busy like that. It kept me out of trouble, you know. Were, were you embraced early on by the people of Pittsburgh? Like this is our hometown kid. Yeah, I definitely was. I had a lot. I I grew up in Pittsburgh. I grew up in all the bad neighborhoods in Pittsburgh. So I I knew I had a, I had a lot of people coming to my fights. Is that a, is that pressure on you as a young kid, or you didn't feel it? No, uh, no not really. Not really. Just 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 uh. Just I used to love fighting in Pittsburgh though. I I loved it coming home. You know what I'm saying? Be be I'd be I'd be away for like six seven weeks, come home and get busy. I uh, I'm gonna plead ignorance. I grew up in the city. I live in uh, Brooklyn right now. I thought Pittsburgh, and this is this is completely me being ignorant, was the yellow bridges, Roberto Clemente Walk, uh, the steel mill, blue collar. I didn't, I didn't know it had like bad neighborhoods like that. Like you're 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 telling me. <laughs> I didn't know that, Paul. I'm like, no, Pittsburgh, that's Lou Collar. Those guys just yeah. guys go out for beer after work. <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah. I mean, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh got some got some uh, hard times over there. You know what I mean? I, I, I did not know that. Um, four years after your debut, you're in the ring against Israel Cardona. You dominated that fight. You become the IBF World Lightweight Champion. How do you celebrate that night? You're the Pittsburgh kid just wins a title. How do you celebrate? Man, I... I at the back back in the day, I, I got a room at the uh, at my manager's place. My manager owned a hotel out there. Okay, I was in, and, and we I, I just it was like a dream come true. It what? was like a dream come true. So it was like you know not nothing. I don't think I don't think nothing could ever beat that day that that moment. You know, I uh, I love having guys on who've won who've won a belt, and I'm like, hey, what do you do that night? Because if I won a belt in my hometown, if I win a belt at MSG. I'm I'm not even showering. I'm putting the belt on, walking down Broadway. What do you do with the belt the first I night? I put just... the belt on. Like I put the belt on. I got on my ninja and I drove all all around the city on one of my. <laughs> 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 you know I mean? And then and then and then the following like the following day later they had like a, a parade for me, bro. It was crazy. Really? Like I'm talking about like the whole the whole every all we just drove through through the city of Pittsburgh and it was people were packed out there. You know what I mean? It was that's sick. When they gave me the key to the city and shit, oh, it was funny, man. It's it's crazy how how things switch up too. Like 
I mean, I wasn't like a villain or nothing, none of that. But I was, I, 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 I wasn't one of the, I wasn't the, uh, the I wasn't the model citizen. Yeah, 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 yeah. How does your life change winning that belt? I know you were on HBO a lot more now, but what else I mean, happens in your personal well, life? Everything changed. I mean, you got to remember, I went from having nothing to just having money, and I think that that's what happened. Like, I never money. See, uh, now, now I, I'm watching other guys like my, my, p- money didn't make me a better person. It made me a worse person. Yeah, it, it didn't make me. I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know how to deal with having money like that. Like all my friends, all my people that I know that are people my friend that I'm friends with were from from a uh, poverty. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like I'm here. I am. Get I get I get all this money. And then, and then my my people don't have no money. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I, I, it, it was hard. It was hard. It's so difficult. And you know, people who grew up with money will never get it. Like you never had money, and now these are your boys who've been with you since since the jump. You know, they yeah. saw you on the bus, and all of a sudden they don't have money, and you do. And it's hard. But like that can't that can't that 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 can't happen. It, it's so hard to be like I fuck you and you like leave all your friends like that's like people like real men don't do that you know i wish i would i wish i would have known i wish i would have known what i do now you know what i'm saying i wouldn't have did i wouldn't have been doing that type of stuff you know and i wouldn't have been uh so easy so easy to hand out money you know because money by by you giving somebody money doesn't mean you're you're, you're doing the right thing you you're know enabling them yeah what they do with it you don't know what they do with it, you know what i'm saying i don't know what they do with it but you know it's just you know, slight, I guess. You, you're in Vegas now. What made, uh, why'd you stay in Pittsburgh as the champ? Was that the, was it the loyalty thing? Like I'm a hometown kid. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love Pittsburgh. I, that's where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? And I love, I love being in Pittsburgh, but you know, like, like, uh, I think a lot of pro, I think a lot of, a lot of things happen to pe- to fighters and, uh, uh, you know, uh, athletes, or people that are in that line. I think that a lot of things have happened in their own city. Like a lot of bad things happen in their own city. And I think a lot of jealousy goes on. I, I mean, I, I just, uh, I mean, you get it. It's just different, man. It's just different. I mean, like, for instance, like I got into a fight. I got into, a, I got into an argument with, with somebody. I got, I got into a fight with them, whoever, you know, come back, shoot my house up. I'm honest. Yeah, they come by and shoot my house up. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, you know what I mean? It's crazy. When you're the champ, you're on HBO, you're becoming a household name. As a fan of yours, why didn't you get the fight? I'm not talking about the Floyd fights, whatever. A, a fight like Gotti. Why? I, I, I honestly think my promoter. I mean, my promoter. That's it. My promoter, man. I mean, like that's the only thing I could think of, like. Why would I go from fighting? I went from I, I fought Cardona. Yeah. I, the, the, on on ESPN, they're talking about Manfredi Gaudi. They're talking about that in '99. I didn't fight Manfredi till 2001. Like that don't make no sense. I just think there. I think there are a lot of a lot of you know politics with that, and I think I had such a I had such a big following where my gate was humongous. You know what I mean? So they so, didn't care who you fought, right? Mike didn't know. They didn't care who you fought. So Mike probably was like, well, you know, you have a following like that. Why would you, why would he fight this, this and that guy? Because if I, if I go with, fight somebody from top rank, 
they're gonna they're gonna if I win, they're gonna get me. I'm gonna be with them. You know what I'm saying? Of course, it was a more selfish thing. Cause like the fight you and Gotti is like a dream fight. Like and they yeah. and I remember watching it and then watching a Gotti fight. I'm like, oh, these guys gotta fight. And I'm like, you know, that was before I really knew about the business of boxing. I'm like, how are I they not fighting? It. Like, like, like for instance, like when I fought Leonard Dorn, right? I fought Leonard Dorn, and I, I um had we had a rematch in that clause. Mm-hmm. I get in trouble. Or I get in trouble. Or well, well, and and, uh, Art and Leonard Dorn retires. Did you know that he he retires? And then after I and then when I get in trouble, he comes out of retirement and fights Arturo God. <laughs> Even though you guys awesome. had a rematch clause. Yeah, that's some grimy but stuff right there. I couldn't believe that man. I was like shocked, and and I told everybody. I told my brother. I told my everybody in my family. I said, "Listen, I'm gonna beat. I'm gonna knock this dude out with a body punches. This dude can't take it to the body. He can't, mm-hmm. he can't take it to the body." God, he knocked him out with a body punch. Body punch. Yep. We're not yep. gonna get into the details of all your stuff, but you mentioned trouble because when your book comes out, we're not gonna play spoiler alert here. When you unfortunately you went to prison, let me ask you this. And I never went to prison, but you're Paul Spadafore. You're the champ. When you go there, do guys either A, want to challenge you and fight you, or B, do they just respect you because who you are? I was always curious yeah, with that, with like a lot. guy like you and Tyson. I, I didn't have no problems in, in prison. I, okay. I, 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 um, I knew a lot of people from the neighborhood in, in prison, so it was like a damn near being like being being back at home. It was like a homecoming. Yeah, for real. But – uh. It wasn't, it wasn't, I, I didn't have a bad, I didn't have no hard times or nothing that, you know what I mean? I get mad at you, you, Tyson. You have all this talent, you go away, and you come out, and you're still boxing. How is that possible? I was young. I yeah. was young. I was young. And I, I went, I went, when, and when I went to prison, I was, I went to, a, uh, I went to a boot camp, so I was in good shape. I come oh. out, I come out in great shape, so it's like, you know. Yeah, what else am I going to do? I mentioned Tyson. You guys parallel, you know, careers, young fighters, students of the game. I remember he said he used to watch the old VHS tapes yeah. with Teddy Atlas and, and, and Customato. You ever meet Iron Mike? Yeah, I met Mike. Did, did he, uh, what was the conversation like? Is that meeting a guy who you're so similar career-wise is probably pretty wild. I mean, Mike's a, Mike's a, to me, Mike's the best heavyweight ever. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think Mike Tyson's the best heavyweight ever. I don't think nobody could beat Mike Tyson in, in, in his in his prime. What was it about him that you think was just special? The ring I presence was amazing. He, the power, his explosiveness. Like you said, he was a student in the game. I watched him fight Mike. Listen, I watched I watched Mike Tyson fight uh, uh, Buster Douglas probably a thousand times. With uh, he was fighting he was fighting uh, a guy that I was in camp with, uh, Lou Savarese. Mm-hmm. Remember him? Of course, of course. He was in Houston. I was in camp. I was in camp with Jesse Reed with him, and I and I was like, the more I watched him fight my, um, Buster Douglas, the more I seen he was a great fighter. I mean, he he knew like Monday comes after Sunday in the eighth round when he hits him with that uppercut, he's knocking him out. I think that was a long count too. So tight. Wow, that that's interesting. I love when guys like you who know the game, old school guys, say who their best was. Wow, that so Tyson was it. Tyson was the best you've ever seen. Wow. I don't think nobody could beat him in his in, in his prime in his in, in 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 the heavyweight division. I don't think nobody nobody could beat him. That's sick. You're uh you're known for your tattoos all over. What was your first tattoo and what was the last one you got? I got a tattoo on my stomach, Southpaw. And the last one I got, I don't know. I don't know. That was the first one you got with Southpaw? Yeah. 
You know what's yeah. great? You got that. How old were you? Probably 15, 16. You had to be a boxer with that tattoo. Like, there's nothing else. You can't go get that and be a lawyer yeah. somewhere. I put that I put that one on my neck. The one when I got shot. Yeah. I was like, now I'm putting this on my neck because if I put this on my neck, that means I have to fight. <laughs> I'm coming back, dude. Like I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna be stuck in this. Uh, on, on, on. I was I was in a wheelchair with that when I got shot. I was in a wheelchair because oh, I had a bad one of them long, them real big long cast. Because I kept getting, I kept getting, I kept hurting myself when I had my cast on. You know? Yeah. You've said numerous times that you always had problems making weight. What was it about it? Was it just the Italian food or you just hated dieting? What was your game? It was just me being greedy, always wanting to eat. I'm always eating, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> and, you know, it's so crazy because now that I'm older, yeah. and now that I'm older and, and how I do, like how I eat now, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, uh, what do you call that? I don't, I don't binge like that. I, I used to binge eat. Okay. You know? So I don't do that no more. It's just like I, I just—it's easy. It's probably—I'd it probably—I'd probably make way easier now than I would be back in the day. What is? What was your first cheat meal after a fight? Like camp is over, you finally get Pasta. to eat. What is it? Pasta. <laughs> yeah, you're Pasta. gonna crush pasta in Italy, bro. Yeah. I was know. You ever there? Was you ever there? Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna upset. I'm trying to travel to every country in the world. <clears throat> yeah. I'm mostly Italian, so I've been out there. It is absolutely stunning. Yeah. Stunning, bro. You're going to flip out, especially you have local people there, bro. They're going to – oh, my God. I'm, I'm jealous of this trip, man. <laughs> Were you, uh, are you still involved in the community center? I know you were doing a lot of stuff with kids out there. Out in Vegas? Yeah. I haven't been – I haven't been, ever since I got out of um, the, my rehab, I haven't been really doing nothing nothing, because I don't want to take on too much stuff. You know what I mean? You got to focus on yourself too, man. That's all. That's really – that's really what I've been doing. Like, I'm not trying to even put myself in a boxing gym because then you got to go there. You'll meet people. They're gonna, I mean, you meet fighters, and then you. And then I don't want. I don't. I don't want to let. I don't want to be. I want to be able. When I go and train, I want to be. That's what I'm doing. You know what I mean? That's all I do is train. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I got. I want to get my my recovery done. Get my recovery. Get get myself together. Make sure I'm cool. Come back from do this from come back from Italy and then just. Just that's it. Let me ask you about that. Going into the gym, you're the champ. People still see you. They want to talk to you. And I've seen it when I've had a lot of guests on, not just boxing, everybody. People run over to them like, oh, my God, let me let me get you a drink. We got to hang out. Let's do this. Let's catch up. It's a lot of temptation, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of temptation. Yep. Yeah. It's a lot. I'm telling you, that's why being out in Vegas, do you like being out there? Is it too much going on out there or no? No, nah, I mean, it's not. I mean, you got to remember it's the, it's the fight capital of the world. You oh, know? I know. Do you go to a lot of fights? I haven't been to no fights. I like I like watching the fights on, I like watching the fights on TV. But I'm gonna start going to the fights now, because you know just 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 to go. You know what I'm saying? Because I could always. I never thought of it. I could like I, like I was thinking about like this. How I've been waiting for the Crawford um, Spence fight for years now. You know yeah. why would I go to the fight? I was like, no. Why would I go to the fight when I could watch it so good on TV? I'm not gonna get the best ticket. The best seats there, you know what I'm saying? And I and you could watch it. You could, man, was that that was vicious that fight. I think you're downplaying who you are, and I guarantee if you made some calls, they would love to have you there. I, I mean, maybe, probably, who knows? I'm gonna know? be in charge of getting you some tickets out there. <laughs> <All right. laughs> hey, qu quick question. We don't have to talk about it if you don't want, but whenever everyone brings up your name, they bring up that infamous uh, Floyd May Mayweather sparring video. Can we talk about that for a minute, or you'd rather not? 
Man, it don't matter. I mean, it's just born. That's what I'm saying. It's like if that's if if my if my my career is built off of that sparring match, that's that's pretty embarrassing. Well, well no, I, it's not the sparring thing. Because how'd that video get released? I was always curious about that because I remember it was like an infamous like, oh, there's a video of Spadafore beating up Mayweather. I'm like, what, really? And then it, how'd that get released? I have no idea. I have no clue. No clue. I know it wasn't nobody in my camp did it. Like, not we. we I don't. I don't even. We never tape spawn or video cameras more. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Do you think that hurt you getting fights that you wanted to? Or people like, oh shit, this guy's legit. I don't think it hurt me getting fights that I wanted to. I think it hurt me with the fight with Floyd. I know. I think that. I believe that. I think that. And it wasn't. It wasn't the fact that Floyd didn't want to fight me or didn't not. He just was like, oh, you want to do? That? You want to put that shit on YouTube? I think that hurt me. You know, I, I really did. You, after that, you wait around like a year for the Floyd fight. It bothers me so much because you could have been fighting a guy like you, would have fought two or three times during that time, but you, you waited for that Floyd fight, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Is it true that he laid on the floor for like five minutes afterwards or 10 minutes? I mean, I don't know. He, who knows? He's probably tired. Who knows? Answer you are, you're, you're too humble. You really are. And you know, when you see you, Paul, you're tatted up, the former champ. Crazy history, and you're like this humble dude. You would never in a million years uh, realize that. That's like boxing. That's like to me, it's sparring is sparring. You know what I mean? Like that's what it is. Sparring, sparring. I sparred so many times, and so many, so many times I would spar. Other guys would get out on me, and come on, we're sparring. When it's fight time, it ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like you can't base your. I'm not gonna base my game off of a sparring match. You know what I'm saying? That ain't happening. How was it training with Emmanuel Stewart? Did he just have stories and stories? I would have loved to just sit down, Manuel, right? Emmanuel was a, is a great trainer. I mean, Emmanuel had brains, man. He was he was different. He was definitely different training with like when he was four, Emmanuel would be in the Emmanuel would be in the ring with you. He'd be telling you what to throw. And it was it was it was uh interesting working with him. But what's now, and I think you're the perfect, complete difference. Old school fighter, gym in a cold, snowy day in Pittsburgh. You're going to the gym. The YouTube fighters now. Does it? Because I'm getting different guys who come on like, oh, it's good for the sport because guys are getting paid. But it, but is it? What are your thoughts on it? I, I was going. I, I was back and forth with this, but you know, you want to know something? I think it's uh, it's actually good for the sport because it brings more attention to the game. You know what I mean? It brings more people that are or that are that never watch boxing. Now they're watching boxing. And any time they're watching boxing, that's more money for the fighter. You know what I'm saying? More people are tuning in. More people are watching watching boxing. You know what I mean? That's actually a, a good thing. You know, it's funny. You, you get, you know, let's be honest, young teenage girls who don't give a crap about boxing, but one of the pool dudes is fighting. They're going to, they're buying yeah. it. They're watching it. And a guy who might be, I think uh, Asim Rockman's son was going to fight. He's like 12 and 0, 12 and 1. Now he's going to get a payday out of it where he probably wouldn't. So it's, it probably works both ways. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's good. I, I, I fuck with a scene heavy. I like a scene. And his kids are, are the shit, you know what I mean? So that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm going to give you a good laugh. Do you, want, you want a good laugh, Paul? Yeah. So I made a list of like 10, got, 10 boxes I really wanted on. And obviously, you're on top of the list. So I write to you. I make my wife write to you. And I go to my wife. I'm like, hey, write to Seam Rockman. So she writes back. She's like, oh, he wrote back. I'm like, oh, shit. This is great. So now I'm texting. Like, you know, we're on Instagram uh, writing to him. And uh, I'm like, oh, we got to do this, champ. We got to do this. And he's like, oh, you know, don't don't call me champ. I'm like, bro, you your story's nuts. You know, you 
you, you got shot. You heavyweight champ. You beat Lewis. He's like, oh, I'm his son. So I was writing to the wrong dude. I, <laughs> I thought I was writing to the champ. I was all excited. <laughs> I got a, so I'm going to have the son on. So it's okay though. Yeah. Listen, which one? Which one? Uh, oh, I, I, I guess just junior. I think he's the one who was going to fight Jake Paul, I believe. Yeah. I got, I got to double check that now. Now I don't want to have all the bad info. I'll be talking shit. The guy's like, who, what are you talking about, bro? This, that's not me. I see. I go to, that's where I go to. I'm, I want to go back to, um, DLX soon. I'm going to, I'm going to go back up there soon. I like, I like, I, I fuck with, um, Rockman. They're good people, man. They're really good. People. You got to put more videos on your YouTube, by the way, like of you training and stuff. Cause like you need more shit on your Instagram. As <laughs> Nadine be doing that. All right. We're going to have to talk to Nadine and we're going to talk to Nadine because I have a million connections out here with big time shows out here to get your, to get you on when, when your book comes out, we're going to promote the shit out of that. But listen, I've had you on for like 40 minutes. Are you ready to finish up with some quick hit questions? Yeah. You and I are hanging out and you want to impress everyone at a party. Who's the coolest person in your phone that if you texted them, they would text you back. So you got a name drop here for me. If I, if I text him. Like who's the coolest person in your phone? Roy Jones. That's a great, okay, shit, that's a really good answer. That, that's a real good answer. Roy, he's a big, Roy's a beast. That's a great answer. How about this? As a fan of boxing, what's one fight in the history of boxing you wish you could have sat front row to see? Uh, Meldrick Taylor versus Chavez. That's, you know what? Because of the importance of it, that's a real good answer. You never hear that answer. That's a real good one. How about this, Paul? The coolest piece of memorabilia that you own right now in your house, do you have anything displayed like the coolest piece of memorabilia? Tony Dorsett. My okay, that's a... Tony Dorsett. You're a cowboy guy? Yeah, no, this, I, I love Tony Dorsett. He's from that... the, he, he, played in, he played for Pitt. Of course, him and Marino. That's a great, that's a great answer. Okay, that's a good one. Let me ask you this. I know you, you're dealing with stuff, but do you have the beer can? Because I know you weren't you on the Pittsburgh beer? Yeah, I have one. That have is one. that's awesome to be okay. That's some cool shit. That's a cool piece of memorabilia. How about this, Paul? It's like four in the morning. You're hungry. What is your go to meal? That's a that's a good one right there. Prior cannoli. <laughs> you gotta come to Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. We have amazing cannolis out here. I'll, I'll get you some. Prior cannoli. <laughs> and, and, and how about this, champ? How about what's your favorite show to binge watch? You're bored, you're like, you know, I'm just gonna throw something on TV. What are you gonna watch? Uh uh, 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 Shameless. Oh, it's good? Yeah, you ever see it? I never watched it. You gotta watch it, man. It's funny as hell. Funny as hell. Listen, the <laughs> Pittsburgh kid, over 150 fights, you battled addiction, your demons, you sound great, you look great, you're traveling, amazing fiance. There was a Sports Illustrated article about, like you said, you want you were in your darkest times talking about robbing and killing a drug dealer. To come from the depths of that to where you are now, it's nothing short of a miracle. And dealing with addiction in my family and seeing you every day do the fight, bro, you just give hope to people. Your message is so important and so awesome. Uh, I can't wait for your book. There should be a Netflix documentary about you. And, dude, this was an absolute fucking blast to talk to you, Paul. Thank you, bro. My man. We're going to keep in touch, man. Thank you so much for this, man. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Champ, I'll talk to you soon, man.